two. What up, though? Welcome to another new episode of Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit with your boy Brandon Jordan. And man, we about to cut right into it, man. I got my uh, guy over here, bro. One of the funniest cats from Chicago, Mr. Calvin Evans. Hey, What's up, hey. man? What's going on with you? And you know we got the uh, fan favorite man, my man Ron the Savage Taylor. Wow, that's crazy, but I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> no man, what's so uh, man? What's been going on with y'all, man? What's, Pandemic. This you know, just 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 waking up, trying to figure out something new to do when it ain't nothing to do. Every single day. And let me tell you, this is really, I'm really starting to feel my 30s now. Because I swear, it, it's, it's been so long since I've been out on the scene of doing stuff. Now, like, Ron hit me up yesterday. He's like, man, what you doing tonight? Going home and get in the bed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Chilling. <laughs> I'm, that's, all, that's all I'm thinking of. Every time I, every time I get off of work now, it's be like, shit, I'm going to the crib and go to bed. Mind you, that was Halloween. I asked him. But that's what I mean. It's like I don't even think about doing nothing anymore. It'd be like, like, go home, shit. Even the the thought of actually doing something is like, what does that even look like? Like you, you said you, you went to the store last night, but it was just like, what, what did that look like? What was that like? You know, with with social distancing, being outside, like it ain't the same as if you go to the store when everything was like on and on the pop. No, no, it wasn't the same. You know, we were outside, and then we did, like, the comedian was able to do a set on the inside at the store in the window. So we were inside the building looking out the window on the patio to people watching the show, which was weird. But you get over it, man. You know, it, it, was, it was fun enough. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's better than doing nothing. Yeah. You know, there, uh, think, of about, think about a movie you don't like. Just a boring ass movie or boring TV show, Mash, right? You know when you would enjoy Mash in jail? You fucking love some Mash. (laughs) So that's what it's like. We in this pandemic, and it's like, you know, in normal life it'd be boring, but when them that's your only option, you'll take it. You'll take it and enjoy it. It makes sense. Like, um, and it's just, I don't know, for me. I'm I'm ready to give I'm ready to to get back you know what I'm saying out there doing things like man I miss the stage right now like now it be on Instagram I don't be jealous about nothing else be like damn this nigga get to get on stage like damn are yeah. they they got are they doing a show I be like man I want to do some shows I want to get on stage you know what I'm like I just seen uh was a Brandy Denise she was just like the other day she was like man this is my first time being on stage in eight months and I'm like damn. It's been about nine months for me. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's funny how our uh, jealousy can morph. Because a few about a year ago, it was like, damn, that nigga getting paid twenty thousand. I'm only getting paid one thousand. Damn, they getting a headline. I'm only getting a feature. And now it's like, damn, they able to get on stage. I'm only able to do Zoom shows. So it's like we used to care about what we thought was bigger stuff, and then that pandemic hit. And they put things in the uh, perspective. It's like you know, it's really important just being able to be on stage. That's that. That's definitely that's true right there. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say that, man. It definitely did put things in perspective because not not doing comedy like I was like when when the, when the pandemic first hit and I saw like every comedian like rushing to, to do you know oh I'm about to do a, a show on, on, on live on live I'm just like man calm down like it ain't no 
ain't nobody fiending for comedy that bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, I got to get the people what they want. Enter yeah. Kev on stage. <laughs> and then, and then, Tens of thousands of dollars. But, the thing, but the, the thing is, he's doing it. He's doing it the most. He's doing It's the best version of that that you can do. Yeah, because when I first seen that he was doing the show, I thought he was just doing the show like you just get on stage and you just doing your set. Yeah. But when I, when I actually seen, when I actually, I, I bought a ticket, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying, to check it out. Actually seen that he had an audience there, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, to give you some type of crowd reaction. Plus, people can, can chime in on the Zoom to check out the show. I said, okay, I like that idea. But when the uh, pandemic first hit and we at the crib and I see people in their bathroom trying to do a full set, I'm like, I ain't about to do that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it was it was weird and it was difficult, but that's the thing, man. Like, there there's gonna be stars that emerge in any and every situation, and I don't necessarily mean like famous people, but just like I mean, remember when Instagram came out? Like, it was just pictures. Who knew that that platform would launch careers? Because the things that launched the careers didn't even exist yet, which was video, mm-hmm. and then like. 60 second videos Yeah So even in Zoom There's somebody Who's never done comedy Who started comedy Doing it on Zoom So it might not be For us But it's for somebody And there's somebody Who like it but, it, it but exactly how you put it though Because you got The the older 90's comedians You know 80's 90's comedians Like oh, Fuck that Social media shit You know what I'm saying I ain't Doing that Social media comedians They ain't real comedians and then you got, you know, this era comedians, this Zoom shit. Man, fuck that Zoom shit. I ain't doing none of them Zoom, them Zoom comedians, this and this. And, but the thing about it is, is that, just like, like Kev and a couple other people, they chimed in on, on something that, you know what I'm saying, was new. Started, you know what I'm saying, from where it is. And next five years, we be it might be a whole TV show about it. You know what I'm saying? It might be, that might be the thing now where... I said to people just like, man, I ain't going to the comedy show. I can just go online and check out Kev's show. You know what I mean? And that might be bigger than going to a going to a comedy club. We don't know. But even even just combining an actual live comedy show with people in it with the like with the, with the streaming of it, uh-huh. that's like the, you doubling your money now. Yes. Just even an idea like, oh, we could stream this, but who will watch it if they if they not gonna be? Now it's like you know people, you have an audience for it. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's the biggest thing I've seen. It's just like there's no overhead with these shows with these Zoom shows yeah like right now like we're doing a podcast we could easily turn on Zoom and then just like just feed the Zoom to, to YouTube and just put our cash apps up there and just start making money and it costs us nothing mm-hmm. not a thing and we just keep all the money so like I said this, it's, it's going to birth some different things and we'll look back on it and laugh but I think the best thing to do is capitalize on all the stuff Mm-hmm. And that's the people who really winning right now. It's like the people who, when podcasting started popping, bam, they did that. When Instagram started popping, bam, they did that. When YouTube, they, everything that popped, you you do it. And I have been one to not do that at all. <laughs> I'm like, it's stand up forever, nigga. And just do nothing else. And, you know, I've suffered, but I'm coming around. Let, no, let me ask you. Okay, so how, if you had to, if you really had to, like, grade yourself from, like, one being the lowest, five being the highest. How productive do you feel like you have been in the last six months with your career? Productive in what? Anything that dealing with your career, oh. as in writing, just or working on other deals or something like that. Just anything pertaining to your career. how productive do you feel like you've been to yourself? 
And the, the first three months was a zero. The last three months, I said four. Okay. I was, uh, cause I, w- I was sitting around doing nothing and I was like, I'm not, I don't feel no need. I'm just going to chill out. I want to just clear my mind. Cause I feel like, you know, in, in comedy and stand up in this business, everything is so competitive and you watching people get stuff and it's not necessarily jealous, but it's like, I want that too. And, and you constantly, you know, comparing yourself and you're like, I want this, but to have everything stop and know that there's nothing out there for anybody right now. Like, let's just, just, just chill out. Let's take stock of the important shit of your life, family. Let's fucking smell the roses. So I, I chilled out the first and then it got, it got to a point where it's just like, I want to be doing comedy. Mm-hmm. I started doing comedy, got an a, a offer for a half hour, did the half hour. And then after that, it's just like kind of like now, like, oh, it changed my perspective on what's needed to be a, a good comedian. Because you look at it like, because the argument in the beginning was, oh, we need an audience. We got to have, you, gotta, you need that immediate reaction. And then it's like, oh, I can go on Instagram and talk to my camera and be funny. I can, if I make strong points, okay, I, I'm taking out the, the safety net of an audience to be like, is this funny? I, I think it's funny. I know. No, this, what, this shit I'm about to say is funny. So it's just like really kind of reaffirming my funny and then just, you know, apply, applying it, you know, to to the, the situation that we're in now. Like, how can I make money? Like, I, I produced a show in Chicago last week and I'm doing another one even though the city shut down, but I'm producing my own live private show where it's just like, motherfuckers want, they tired of this pandemic mm-hmm. and they want to come out and have a good time. So it's like, I'm going to do that. So, no, right before, before I get your, your answer, I'm going to say this, was that uh, exactly what you just said, when the pandemic first hit and then within like, I think after like two months, I was talking to G. King and we were talking about how do we feel how people will react about going out. Once the, the city was to open up, how people reacted about going out. I was on the fence of, I think it was going to be a while before people start trying to do stuff because mm-hmm. people was going to be hesitant about, you know, the situation, you know, but he was more like, man, I think people will come straight out. But so we was, you know, so, but I, I feel like now I feel like I'm wrong because it seemed like right now, it don't matter what it is right now. People just want to do anything mm-hmm. to and not even just to do it, just to say they did something, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just to say, do something, and I and and I'm, you bet you probably can, but you know, and I can admit that I was wrong about that because I, I was just thinking of of my point, you know, of my of my view. I was just seeing it for myself, you know, what I'm saying because I was hesitant to do things immediately at first, you know, what I'm saying, and and that's why it took me a minute to like to like the first four months. I was like, man, I'm straight on stand. I got asked to do a couple shows, and I was like, no, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I'm good. I don't want to be in that environment. Then the thing with DL happened, and that shit got me even more nervous. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, but seeing where that where people are right now and watching Instagram like last night, seeing so many people at Halloween parties and stuff like that, niggas just ready to just to, 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 to wild out at Halloween parties. Now, I'm going to tell you why you was wrong. So, tell me why I was wrong. Because I've had the – I've been put in a very interesting – position to be able to even think about this America is a bunch of drug addicts right now what drug are we addicted to and I, I found all this out because of the legal situation <laughs> I found myself in what are we addicted to and what's pushed on us alcohol now what does alcohol do it makes you social and I didn't think about this, but a lot of people are going out because when you drink, and other drugs, but drinking is legal and it's advertised, you don't give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. 
So if you used to go into it, when you say parties, a party ain't a party unless you're drinking for the most part. Of course, it's not each individual, but as a as a whole, think about what a bar is. A bar is a, a drink. It's just a drink place. What makes a, a venue able to even have a party? A liquor license, right? <laughs> so I just I knew then it was like people are gonna go out anyway because two reasons. One, you want to socialize. You want to socialize, right? Mm-hmm. But then you drink, and then you go socialize. So when you ain't got nothing to do, you ain't got no job, you're like, I'm either going to drink at home and then fucking leave because I'm drunk and I don't give a fuck, or I'm at home and bored. You know where I won't give a fuck about the virus? Out drinking. Now, am I saying that alcohol is the very reason that motherfuckers in America still go out? No, not really. But I do think it's a huge contributing factor, and I know that because I ain't been able to drink this whole year. (laughs) And I ain't gave a fuck about going nowhere. <laughs> if I was drinking, I'd be out. I'd be partying. I wouldn't even be here. Nigga, yesterday was Halloween. I'd be hungover somewhere. But look at me. Bright-eyed and fucking peppy and all this stuff. So that's why. And I told you that then. I said, yeah. people gonna go out. This niggas yeah. got to fuck. Niggas got to drink. But that... You know, ain't no pandemic gonna stop that. We've gone through pandemics before. Spanish flu, yellow fever. Niggas was fucking and drinking. But I feel like that, that's that. I mean, uh, I was watching the uh, the Comedy Store documentary on Showtime. Mm-hmm. They said before it's, they said it's just a bar with a show. That's all a comedy club is. It's a mm-hmm. bar with a show. Cause we we'll get these we we'll get these comedy show tickets. We'll, you can have these motherfuckers free, but you gonna come? You have to buy a drink. Mm-hmm. Oh, free? Yeah, come on, bring. You got a party? Come on. Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna buy these drinks? That's America. Name me a, a a venue of gathering that does not circle around drinking. Church. Okay. That was my Fair first. Enough, that was my but first. Guess question. what? But see, this this is crazy. Because <laughs> I, I, you know, I, you think I just thought about this today? No. <laughs> you ever heard of communion or what is it called? Communion. Uh-huh. There you go. Mm-hmm. What they drink? Grape juice. But it's supposed to be wine. I know. Wine <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Any any place of any event of coming together for adults is centered around drinking. Basketball games. Football, especially football, the fucking NFL, what do you call it, the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and it's sponsored by Bud Light, mm-hmm. uh, the movies you're drinking, the fucking, the, a bar you're drinking, a club you're drinking, a dance party you're drinking, sporting sport event, you know everything I mean? is about just... drinking, that, that, that's what, that's what America's built around, so, yeah, comedy clubs. It's like, nigga, if you don't have a liquor license, ain't no show here. You better be a funny motherfucker. <laughs> have a show with no liquor. You got to be BYOB or something. Liquor is very important. But that's there. the. But also, if you even look at liquor, I feel like liquor is the number one thing with the highest. The cheapest thing to produce with the highest markup. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you look yeah. at a, like a, a, a soda or some shit, it's five of a, a fucking. Liter, a liter of shit is five cent, but I'm gonna charge you a dollar for shit. Alcohol, I don't know how much a bottle actually costs of the alcohol, but for, if I pour this shit in the glass for you with some juice, this shit ten dollars a pour. Some up fifteen. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, what I'm saying on average, on, on some places. Yeah, uh, during prohibition, you know, when they when they made the shit illegal, they, eventually it didn't work, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the reason is, and even though we all know that alcohol is the most destructive. Like, it, it'll fuck you up. You know, it'll <laughs> fuck you up. But the reason they can't make it illegal, amongst other reasons, is because it's so easy to make. It's yeah. too easy to make. Like, you take some fucking... Should I be saying this? Whatever. <laughs> you, take, you take some some juice, 
you know, or some liquid with sugar in it, and you add yeast and wait. <laughs> Bam, you got alcohol. How are you going to make that? You can make alcohol by accident. Leave some grape juice out with the top open. Natural yeast from the air will fall into it, ferment it. Now you got wine. You might die, but you also got wine. <laughs> you can't make accidental drugs illegal. So they had to uh, control it. And now here we are, a bunch of fucking drunks. Look at them Trump rallies. Niggas just drunk. Vote Trump back, back. <laughs> you think sober like that? Drunk as shit, drinking beer. But now that I haven't drank, which is to answer your question of um, how productive have I been? I've been very productive, although I haven't put too many like I, I guess you could call it physical or tangible things in motion. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, I've, I've been able to really clear my head and the drinking aside just the downtime the downtime and not the expectation to produce mm-hmm. you know like if I if I didn't have nothing to do for a month before the pandemic I was still expected to be due to, at some point you get but mm-hmm. can't nobody expect shit you know, we don't know when nothing happened right. so I just I took that time and I think it was very productive for me to just kind of reset my brain and then in the last like two or three months is when I've been doing the physical, tangible, productive things. So I'm going to give my productivity a three, which doesn't sound high, but it was at a negative two. So that's three. I've jumped up five points Nigga. as far as productivity. Well, well for me, I, I put mine right down with you. It was, we'll say from April till about... October, it was like a negative two. I was very unproductive. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I say that I did a little something in August is when I, because uh, from April till August, I had probably recorded one, maybe two episodes of the podcast. And then August came around, I did five and I put them out. So I was a little productive in August. But during this time, I honestly, because the way my mind works creatively, uh, you know, creative wise, is that I like to be social around things and looking and observe things, and it makes me think and it makes me do, you know, saying think of stuff. And so, not being able to have that to where I'm just looking at the first two and a half months, I'm just looking at my walls in my apartment. It, you know, I wasn't going anywhere. It was like my mind was just frozen. But now that I'm, I'm now that I'm getting out of that space. Now, over the last month, I've been a lot more productive. You know, working on. Um, Working on the script, I think I told you about. I've been, you know, working on that, and now I'm getting back and back to recording. And it's just now, you know, I'm just waiting to, to open it up to where I can get back on stage and, you know, and be around amongst, you know, people again and stuff like that. And so now, right now, I put my stuff at about a two. A two. From I put negative my, two though. Yeah, you from negative four two. Points. Yeah, That's from the negative two, I put myself at a two. I ain't gonna overdo myself, but I'm say a two. But I'm every day. I'm I'm I'm, I'm increasing it. I tell you what, man, I'd like to say something. I don't know if your listeners would be hip to this, but you know what I've been doing as of late, like the last two, three months? What? In addition to being productive, like in my career. There's this, um, I don't even know what to call it, I guess ideology, right? That we have two sides of ourselves, your light side and your, like, your shadow side. Some shit I saw on YouTube, I was just scrolling, looking at Joe Rogan videos. <laughs> and in essence, it's like we think of our shadow side of all the negative and bad shit and mean shit and so on and so forth but 
this ideology explains your shadow side is, is still a part of you. Mm-hmm. So to deny that is to deny a part of yourself, therefore you won't be whole. So there's different aspects of your shadow side that serve a purpose in your life, right? And that could be, we might call it pride, but it's like, okay, you, you need pride mm-hmm. at certain points, right? I've been a bitch very long time. I call it a bitch, but I really just, I've been a nice guy, you know? <laughs> if somebody come up talking shit to me, I'm like, it's all good. It's mm-hmm. fine. What I've been doing is practicing my shadow side, right? <laughs> Which essentially, I'm going to wrap it up in this way. They didn't say this in the videos, but I'm going to wrap it up in, I ain't been taking as much shit. Mm-hmm. And little things that I normally would just let roll. It's like, mm-hmm. you sometimes you got to check a motherfucker. <laughs> hey. I mean, going out and, you know, you'd be talking to people like, hey, what's up, little man? They don't fucking call me little man. <laughs> and I used to be scared to say it. Yeah, like, he said, oh, 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 shit. Now it's confrontation. Even right. if I wasn't scared of a person, it's just I run from confrontation. But sometimes you got to confront things. And I found, like, there will be things in my career I won't confront. Because yeah, I ain't, I'm not embracing my shadow side with motherfuckers. And they, they real. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I've been doing. I've been I getting niggas niggas. I, I, I hate the one. I hate uh, it, R.I.P. My man uh, Kool Aid. When I say this, I used to when I first started doing comedy. Uh, he used to always, you know, when I first started doing, even before I first started uh, doing it, and I and I met him. His his thing. He used to call me like, hey, "What a little nigga." Right. What, man, what the fuck you mean? You know now, what I'm saying? But I wouldn't friend. say that shit. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? But now, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get friend, you. That's your friend. What's the point? And even if that very thing that you just described, that moment, wouldn't be a time for it, maybe not. But even dealing with women, right? I found that I, like, I have women that, they don't do it consciously, necessarily, or maliciously, but it's almost like they will abuse me emotionally. Right, make me feel like I ain't shit because I ain't doing exactly what they want me to do the way they want me to do it, mm-hmm. regardless as to what they want is right or not. But because I give a fuck about feelings, you know, because I've been a bitch, I'm like, Look, I'm sorry, or I'll, or I'll just feel bad. But now it's like, bitch, fuck, I don't say this, but the energy is <laughs> is expressed. The words, the words, the, the energy is expressed. Oh, hey, look, this is what it is. Now you can get on or you can get out. It is what, and it sounds fucked up, and there is a balance to embracing your shadow side. I have not messed with it. Um, there's people whose whole life is figuring is this it, shit out. I mean, yeah. I've only been looking into it for the last three months, but I tell you what, it feels good. Sometimes you gotta get a motherfucker up off you. <laughs> <laughs> You know, hey, run, you know, no, because the run, he's the type of, you know, don't, don't fucking, don't, no, you don't know me. Don't say what type of, I'll, t- I'll tell you what I am. And they go right back in the regular stuff. So where are we going? And it's something. It, it'll 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 shake a motherfucker, but you gotta do that. Now, have I done it correctly? Probably not. Motherfuckers is mad at me now. But like I said, that's the balance, you know. You but that's it that, that, that's real shit. What you're saying? Yeah. I feel like as people, we we are we put like we portray who we want to be. Mm-hmm. Some shit just our upbringing, how we are. Some shit just like I don't feel comfortable doing that. But then I look at like I look at people in my life, my my parents. It's just like. My father, he'll go off on the motherfucker in a minute. I'm a little more even killed while I be like, nah, do I, I don't really care to be fighting the motherfucker right now. Mm-hmm. But my father, like, hey, I don't give a fuck. I'm you finna, you gonna know how I feel. And it's just like, it's times I feel like that. Like you're saying, it's like, no, I need to tell a motherfucker, like, fuck the bullshit. You need to know what's real. And it's times where it's just like, I'm being negative. Mm-hmm. I have to figure out why I'm being negative and how that's making somebody else feel. So I have to, all right, let me let me just be positive, even though I'm not like the, hey, man, nice shirt, man. Right. Hey, nice hat. I'm, I'm not complimentary like that. If I yeah. fuck with you, I fuck with you. I feel like in my mind it's just applied. Right. But I don't, I don't go around and be like, man, 
jacket, man. Hey, mm-hmm. hey man, you're, you're, you're a good guy. I don't go around just giving compliments. I'm like, I need to I need to have that balance because you get too far off on some shit. It's just like, do I want to be that person? Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. want to be that person. And because, especially as entertainers and double, especially as comedians specifically, we're people pleasers. Mm-hmm. So you get wrapped up in, in, in pleasing people and you fuck around and neglect yourself. Yeah. And I've, I've, like I said, I've just been looking into not neglecting myself. There's a lot of things, a lot of time. And then you, what'll happen is, again, that's why I said both parts are you. So you start portraying this, just this, just straight light side of yourself, and people think that's all you are. But be, just like every human has two sides, when people start poking at parts of you that you haven't even embraced or, or you've just portrayed this light side they don't know you yeah. they don't know who the fuck you are and then they start interacting with this person that you've portrayed but you don't feel right about it like why would anybody try to punk you if you know you're not a punk that's because you've portrayed yourself as a happy-go-lucky person who will always just be passive about things that make them uncomfortable people don't even know what, what, what your discomforts are mm-hmm. and I'm doing a Probably a terrible job at explaining this. But, 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 but that's why I said I, I said look into it. But that's what I've been looking into because it's probably it probably doesn't have all to do with just like checking people and so on. And so it's it's a lot of other things that that you could connect to your shadow side. But I'm just I'm becoming in tune with myself. Whole, you become yeah. whole. I'm becoming whole. It's like like the, the use, as you were saying. I was thinking it's like it's like your Instagram page versus your photo gallery in your phone. Uh huh. Right. Two totally different things. It's like it's, it's some of the, some of the same shit in there, but it's some shit on your. Like, I would never post. Man, this. if you go through uh-huh. my Instagram, <laughs> you will see that I'm a comedian <laughs> with a lot of flyers. I've met Russell Westbrook and Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you'll see. If you go on my phone, you'd be like, "You monster! <laughs> what? Why? Seven pictures of this?" If you go through, I got a whole, I got a whole folder in my gallery. Of screenshots of celebrities in interesting scenarios. Even like, why are you even into that? And it's like, that's me, baby. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> no, look at that's me in totality. Man, okay. Did y'all have 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 y'all see the um what the last post I, I put up where I had said um, the post basically said she won a she won a twenty k ring. 750k home, a 60k wedding, a 50k car, and all she has to offer in return is a pre owned pussy. I did not see that. Much I, I can't say I saw it, but that is. I put this up, <laughs> and this has been my highest uh, interaction. Uh, interaction post I had in a long time. You know what I'm saying? Highs and red. Like, the last time I looked at it today, because I put this up like three days ago, mm-hmm. and I'm still getting comments and stuff popping up on my phone about this post. You say it's very wild and controversial. And I do. That's why, <laughs> that's why, that's why the pod, that's why the pod called Don't Blame Me, Blame Detroit. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of these crazy things, blame, you know what I'm saying? This is how I was raised in my city. You know what I mean? But what I'm saying is, is that I looked at it today and it was like over almost like a thousand, uh, you know what I'm saying? Re, you know, people reposting it. You know what I'm saying? I'm almost at a thousand reposts. And I'm like, this is most I've seen in a long time. But I, I seen this. Actually, I seen this. Um, it was in a group chat me and my friends got. And um, we posted. And I just reposted it. 
I wasn't expecting to get this type of reaction from it. But I don't feel like that's controversial. I don't uh, like 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 that like that statement is I feel like is I'm not I, I'm not gonna generalize and say oh all women want that. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if any woman that want to be kept, any woman that wants to be taken care of, I feel like any woman is just like oh if I cook, I clean, I have a baby, all that shit you said, yeah, yeah. I want that. Yeah, I want that, and in, in, in return, I'm going to give you some, some free. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be. Because it's, it's rare that you're going to find some virgin pussy. <laughs> and, and who wants that, really? You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? Who wants to train a motherfucker? Like you, who wants to train train a motherfucker up and give them everything that they have worthy of? You know what I'm saying? You want a motherfucker with some experience. You're like, man, this is some good. You know? And, and the thing is, it's just like, as a, as a man, as a man, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm divided on that shit. We talk about light and dark. The light side of me is like, you know what? I want a woman that wants for herself. I want a woman that if she could do all that shit for herself and we come together and I want to give you that because you, because that's what I want to do, but not because you need me to do that shit. Uh-huh. The dark side is like, well, I'm giving you all this. We're not even, we're not even getting the personality and, 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 and character. So uh-huh. if, if, if all you got the office is some pre-owned, I'm out here busting my ass. When I come home, you better do every fucking thing that I say. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like at the end of the day... If what if I have to if I can offer you all that, uh-huh. what makes you special? If all you have to offer me that, I can. No, you right about I, that. I have my pick of the litter. If you saying, oh, that's what you got? Well, shit, I might as well go over here because she wants the same shit you got, and she look better, and she got better, she got more personality. <laughs> so it's like, what the fuck? I look like busting my ass to take care of somebody that's offering me some shit that's not at a premium. Right. That's why you don't like. Dudes ain't walking around like, man, I'm, I'm saving this dick for... No. No. <laughs> ain't no, no, ain't no, dude, ain't no dude saving no dick. If anything, no. you're trying to showcase it like, yo, trust me. If I have nothing else, I got some... I, man, I will fuck the shit out of you. You know what I'm saying? That like, shit ain't no, ain't no premium on pay. It's just, it, like, I've been talking... Like, so I, me and my roommate, we be having some interesting conversations. And we talk about a lot of this stuff a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the things I said is crazy for me is um, when I... Listen to how females be talking about how you know uh, they don't you know want to be known as sleeping their way to the top, uh, using their pussy to get advantages and stuff like that. I said, let me get a phone call right now from uh, Ava DuVernay. Say, hey Brandon, I just want you to come over, drop some dick off, and you gonna be in my next movie. I tell you what, nigga, I'm, I, dropping, I, I'm dropping that dick off real quick. Sir, oh. I would be there in the fastest. And then if I get asked about it, I say, yeah, I dropped it off twice. With no problems. Man, what, what the else? second time it was for me. And a lot of the answers they be like, well, it's you know what I'm saying it's different for, for, for women and this and that. I'm like, you can say that, but I just feel like if that's what you choose to do, choose to do, I don't look at nobody down for, for that. Because you want to, you can easily say, Well, I don't want to do the easy route. Give me the easy route. Nigga, I'm thirty four. I'm tired of the hard route. <laughs> Shit. Well, you know, um, uh, first, especially talking about like you know being a virgin or, or different things like that, I guess we we would have to separate the Bible because there's probably people thinking right now like well both parties well you know what I think we're conversing without the Bible in mind, which is probably uh, heathenistic of us, but now you know we're not oblivious to the fact that yes we should be saving it and 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 in the Bible it tell you exactly what to do if you follow that. Now I'm not going to speak as if. I follow that. Whether I do or don't, who's to say? Anyway, I will say this much about mm-hmm. that post. I didn't see that one, but it's very interesting. And like I said, the last couple of months got me thinking about different things. 
And I even been looking into my comedy because normally I, I'm of that post. The post of, so you want this, 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 and this, and all you offer is this, fuck you. That's where my comedy comes from. Mm-hmm. Pretty much complaining about women, mm-hmm. right? It's like, oh, well, how come, hey, bitch, if you ain't going, what if I, all this stuff, right? Shadow side. <laughs> thing is, it's the thing. I only get mad because they interacting with me in a way that I don't like, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm expecting them to, because they want all these things, to also give some extra stuff, whatever, whatever. It's like they treating me or treating us as guys the way they want to instead of the way that we should be demanding. That don't, that wouldn't be a thing to say if it was like, you can't even talk to me if that's all you got. It's like, mm-hmm. you wanted this, 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 and this. You wouldn't even have the confidence to open your fucking mouth and say that's what you want <laughs> from me unless you come in with more. But we don't we don't give that off. Yeah. We give off, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, all that. And what you got, pussy? Well, I mean, it'd be nice if you had, like, a little more to offer. I mean, but, nigga, you a man or a chicken? <laughs> How dare you step... Nah, I ain't there yet. I can say it all day. (laughs) I talk for a living. It's like, how dare you step to... You shouldn't even... You look at the fucking ground when you talk to me. Crazy shit, right? It's like, the post like that, that's, that's that's my entire comedy career. That's my entire life of me taking all this shit from women, right? And then complaining about it in a post like, what? Women? So how come y'all get to do all this and this and all this? If I was really, you know, and Rachel, I don't give a fuck what you do. You, what do you mean? What You don't get to do, or whatever it is. So I get the post, mm-hmm. but my new side is that I'm, I'm, I'm above it. So, so how do you <laughs> feel? So how do you, so. <laughs> the side I'm trying to get to. So how, so right? so how do you feel about what old girls the, the rapper chick said about uh, what's her name uh, sweetie mm-hmm. said about uh, if the dude ain't buying uh, buying you a Birkin bag or paying and paying your bills throwing back to the streets. Okay, well to get away from I'm not gonna bring up that shit that I've been talking about anymore. So I'll just say this. Um, you know what? If it work, it work. You know, and and also if it don't work and you live a life of misery because of it, like you miss out on something that was really good for you, then, you know, that that happens too. That happens in life. So, like, if he ain't buying your Birkin bag and a girl keeps throwing all these niggas away until she finds a guy that buys her Birkin bag and then she loves him and it's wonderful, great. You did it right. <laughs> if you don't, right, and you end up just single and lonely... Well, you probably didn't go homeless because you and motherfucker ain't paying your bills. Yeah. You probably didn't look into whether or not that was a good rule of thumb all the way. Like, I think it's kind of silly <laughs> if a guy doesn't have this amount, of, and you also got to think about what you even go, going into it for. Like, what is your idea of a relationship based on? Is it some type of security or some type of execution of living life? Or is it love? Mm-hmm. And I don't think either one is the go-to route. We automatically assume that love is like the one. We will hope so. But if we're talking about how two people relate to one another, mm-hmm. like, I love you niggas, right? But if we got some type of different type of relationship, some business relationship or some, you know, we own something together, that's a relationship. So if you got a relationship, you got to define what that is and how y'all want that to work. Mm-hmm. And if a girl say, this is the type of relationship I want with this person, 
where my finances are taken care of and I'm able to live this type of life. Go for that. But if you're thinking about love, if in other words, in short, if love is more important, that ain't the information to listen to. If lifestyle is more important, bitch, go for it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's a lot of women and individuals in, in general who conflate and intertwine relationship, I mean, uh, uh, lifestyle and love. And because they don't compartmentalize how they want their relationship to be, how, it, how they want it to be based, love or lifestyle, they ask for love through getting lifestyle, and that ain't how it go. You gotta just look. You want a Birkin bag? He 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 probably bought another bitch a Birkin bag. Are you and, ready for that? And not only that, if he bought you the bag, and, and that's what I, that's what I'm saying. If if I'm giving you what you want, if you're saying lifestyle wise, there is nothing that I should ask you for. It shouldn't be a problem because all you all you you tell me your expectations. You're saying I need a bag. I need my my rent paid. Okay, if I give you that shit. Every once in a while, I'm, I'm gonna punch you in the face. That's, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's the type of thing I am. I'm not saying that's okay, but I'm just saying like if, if you if you're coming with it, this is your only criteria. This is the only criteria that you ask me for. They go bag. Yo, here go your rent money. I'm gonna but, Floyd Mayweather your ass man, a couple of times. And, and, and this is this is this is the crazy shit. Morning, baby. <laughs> and this is the shit that's crazy. It's like you you look at you look at women like that, right? And you say, oh, these women are gold diggers. But then you're saying, oh, but these. Men created these circumstances. Mm-hmm. Men create these circumstances. Oh, baby, you with him? I can buy you this. I can yep. buy you that. I can buy that. Oh, so if I know a motherfucker gonna do that, then why would I waste my time? I'm looking for the, the guy that's gonna do that. So, money, money don't make women look better. Money make men look better. Oh yeah. So, Me- so if I work hard, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get women that I, I wouldn't normally get. Money is the money for men is their makeup, mm-hmm. as makeup is for women. Mm-hmm. Makeup helps enhance their beauty. Money helps uh, enhance the man's uh, um, um, looks. You know what I'm saying? Because you can be the ugliest, you can be the ugliest dude in the streets, but if you got that, if you got that, uh, that that money in that pocket, they they easily can look over that. You know what I'm saying? With the quickness. But this is the, this is the crazy shit. I, I I joked about it on stage. I really haven't. But I feel like men made women be like, if you sleep around, that's bad. Because I feel like yeah, sex is. Men don't control sex on any on any level. We don't control sex. Mm-mm, we have no. no control. If a woman says, "I changed my mind," that's just it. Okay, all right, you change your mind. Outside of rape, actual right, physical rape, mm-hmm. men we have no control over sex. No, we. So, so if a guy likes a woman and he says, "Oh, but she's sleeping with other dude," or or she gave me something, it's just like, "Hey, you know, if you keep doing this, you know, it's not a good look for you. You, you should probably just be." With, you know, what I'm I feel like that was like a, a room, a rumor, or like that was some men perpetuated to be like, "Hey, look, just hey, keep keep it to yourself because this shit is." Amazing. It's a form of control. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's fucking amazing. Look, if, it just, if don't do this to nobody else because you 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 fuck some lives up out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because if if, if 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 you give this to somebody else, I don't I don't know what the fuck I do. Again, <laughs> removing the the biblical aspect of it, because I'm sure the answer's there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the form of control. Because yeah. I, I think of it like this, right? Prostitution is illegal only because if it was legal, <laughs> men would have no foothold on the world outside of just beating people the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, think. The number one thing in the world, really in life, like in existence, is, 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 is that pussy. Mm-hmm. Of course, scientifically, it's because of our desire to, the inherent desire to procreate with whatever. I'm not going to get into the scientifics of it, but it's like, that's what we do it all for. And people can say, well, I'll do it. Okay, but at the end of the day, in some shape or form, the umbrella, it falls under the umbrella of pussy. 
I'm doing this because I want to look better or because I want to legacy blah, 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 for, be, for pussy. Somehow it's for pussy, right? Now, women have the lion's share of pussy. They have the absolute <laughs> monopoly on the pussy game. <laughs> <laughs> that we can't, we ain't grew it yet. We can't, we, we can't harvest it. You can't, nothing. You can't synthesize <laughs> it. They got it. Here's why prostitution is illegal. Because every woman has one. They can name their own price, and you can't tax it. You That's can't it. tax pussy. Okay. Think about it. We all are trying to build things and make things and create these things so that we can sell, so that we can get something, you know, get some fucking money. Mm-hmm. Women just get these invaluable things for free, and they all got one. That's too much power. They get they, they would be way too financially. Now, of course, everyone would do it. I guess whatever, whatever. But the fact that it's an option. Imagine if at any point you can monetize it. You thought we had to remove monetization of it, and in the places where this is like real, in the place where prostitution is legal, why is it legal? Because they can pay taxes. And somebody owned it in Vegas, the Bunny Ranch. No, no bitch owned that place, or no woman. Mm-hmm. No, no, no woman owned that place. <laughs> it's a man on that place. Mm-hmm. All the things in Vegas were the because they can tax that pussy. So yeah, it was a form of control because I think deep down some fucking man hundreds to thousands of years ago, and I'm pretty sure it was white, just decided, hundred percent, just decided, mm-hmm. or just realized that women are wildly more important. When it comes to life in the world, like what was that? What was the that place y'all y'all, uh, y'all went to? What was that in uh, Guatemala or something? Panama. Panama. Yep. They had sex workers cards. It's like, wait a minute, this is my pussy. What I got to register with you <laughs> to fuck people that I want to fuck? Why? And, and you can't you can't tell me you can't you don't even know when I'm doing it. Exactly. But they try to they try to take it on. But to put a fucking bow on the horseshit I'm spewing right now. No, it's not horseshit. It's horseshit. Is that, yeah, is that we know men? We know that women are way more important. And I don't mean that on a moral level. I mean like on a logical and just biological level. Science. They are more important. If all the women in the world died except for one, and all the men were still here, she'd be queen of the earth. No, the world would end. It'd be over. No, but because if it's one woman left, we got to raise this motherfucker up because she's the only... Again, you're talking morality, and that's fair. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about straight-up scientific numbers. Mm-hmm. There would be no way to repopulate the world right. because it's only one. Even if she made another... If she made 20 daughters, it's 20 women, and the world would end eventually. Mm-hmm. If there was all the women in the world and just one dude... would be you could repopulate the world because in one ejaculate is 600 million sperm cells. You only need one sperm cell to make a person. That would be enough. I mean, we, we all be cousins, but... Of course. But it would be enough. And actually, because there's so many women left, it would be enough genetic diversity to not have, you know, kids with three eyes yeah, and shit. No, uh-huh. But the other way, you can't do it. Mm-hmm. You would die. So, in, in, in other words, women are way more important. But in order to, you know, usurp them, you got to let them know that, hey, you're not in control of your pussy. But you can't just say that, so what do you say? You're going to be a... Exactly. You're going to be a nasty woman. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and God <laughs> don't want you to fuck. That's right. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, no. You, mm-mm. 
Tiff, tiff, tiff. Shame on you. You don't fuck <laughs> nobody. And then they go like this. Well, when can I fuck? Um, uh, when you get married. When you get yep. married. When, 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 you when get, a man uh, claim you. When a man owns you, <laughs> then you can fuck. <laughs> and not a second before. Well, what happens if I don't do it? I'll do what the fuck I want to do. Um, uh, you, uh, you, you go to hell. There it is. <laughs> What's hell? Oh, it's a terrible. Thing. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm being a heathen right now. But, but, no, hell, but, no, but no, but, but you make it sense though. But that's the that's the that's the idea. Because because you say man man at, at a certain age, motherfucker, your dick's not working. We ain't got no cure for cancer, but we got we got dick pills. It's it's all type of shit that ain't been cured. But motherfuckers say, hey. I need to cure my dick. <laughs> my dick stopped working. We need to figure this shit. They said it was an accident. No. They was trying to make Harmon know. Yeah. They made a dick pill to make motherfuckers fuck longer because I've, I've controlled. I have a ranch of women I've controlled. But and, sir, and we're it, really working on cancer right now. Would you uh-huh. stop? Get, get him the fuck out of this. <laughs> get him the fuck out of this laboratory. If my dick is not working by 3 p.m. tomorrow, here's a roll. I've, I've done everything. I've, about, I've, I've worked hard. I've amassed all this money. What good is all these women? I, mean, I, I can't think we're, we're kind of working on some heart medicine. Uh, that'll work. That'll work. Flip it. Turn it into dick medicine. Fuck high blood pressure. What about this high dick, nigga? That's what y'all need to be working on. But that's man. That's that's, that's some real shit. And, it, and it's fucked up because even even within our even within that conversation of that uh-huh. post. We're looking at it as, oh, you have nothing to offer, but just like, no, you have everything to offer. Exactly. Everything. And, exactly. And 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 because exactly. because I'm trying to control what you what you're offering me, that's wrong of you. Oh, you 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 a city girl, you a thigh, you a whole whatever, you know. We are we we are uh, uh, what's the word? I think spiteful is the word I want to use. There's a better word, but it's almost like we. Jaded. Resent. There it is. Yeah. We okay. resent the fact that at the end of the day. That house, that house to bring whatever, whatever, it is worth that. It's not worth it because it's like, man, that's a lot versus that. But the thing is, are you going to do it? Yeah. yeah, I'm going to do it. But then it's worth it. We resent the fact that women can ask for all those things and get that pussy. I mean, and, 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 and that's all we get is pussy. They get the ring. They get, we got, we'll get the job. We'll get the haircut. We'll learn three languages. And all they bring to the table is that funky monkey. We resent the fact that it is worth it. Yeah. This is Look. where the fucked up part comes in, I think. It's the fact that women are realizing their worth and going about it incorrectly. But that's because of societal problems. Mm-hmm. They're not now realizing. It's something like this. They're putting a value on their pussy. Mm-hmm. Their pussy is worth this, 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 and this, right? Yep. But they're not necessarily, of course, it's not everybody. They're not realizing that their pussy's invaluable. Like, you cannot put a value on it. Mm-hmm. That's just, it is the end all and be all. So when you go, my pussy worth a Birkin bag, it makes you go, you funky bitch. That ain't worth $1,200. But in reality, it's worth way more than that. But they're not, they're not, they're not moving like, this is the end all and be all, and mm-hmm. and I ain't no I ain't no prostitute, I ain't no bitch, and whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to get up in your Mickey. I ain't trying to be the female version of future. Right. But this is it, and if this is what you so, want, you have to meet my standards. They're putting other people's standards, i.e., value, mm-hmm. on their pussy. Your pussy is invaluable. Right. But you know what are you want to do? Tell a girl that? I don't do that. I say nothing. So no. Like, bitch, what do you want? But no, but all you. <laughs> A bag is a, 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 a drop in the bucket when it comes to that. It really but is. like this is this is crazy because this is all true. But from, but like um, the 
we can all got stories. What's the like, the craziest stuff or the most or what the the uh, most expensive thing you didn't bought to try to get some pussy before? Nothing. You, ne- ne- you never tried to do nothing crazy to get no pussy before. No. Man, I got some stories. I've yeah, never, you like, do. Like, Nigga. I, like I'm, I've always I've never had a problem like getting women. Like that's never been like something I, I've struggled with. And my attitude has always been like, oh, like this 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 is how I look at it. I could be a good dude and I could be, you know, providing stuff. But then when a woman is just like, oh, I ain't going to get you none. It's just like, I'll cheat on you. Like, why are you? <laughs> like, like you, you, do, you, you do know I have. I, like, I'm going to be here and say something way better than that. No, but, it's, but that's what I'm saying. Cause no, it's just, just, just as much as you, you have a high value yeah. of yourself. It's just like, no, I I can also move around. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, and that's why, that's why I feel like that post becomes because it's a disconnect between you have value, but I also have value too. You know what I'm saying? And, and, mm-hmm. and, and for everyone that's like you, it's another motherfucker that's the opposite of you. So you you saying like, oh, I ain't gonna get you nothing. I'll, okay, I'll just make a phone call, and 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 and, it'll, and, and I, I'm fine. I'm fine with you being upset. You know what I'm saying? And that's not necessarily that's not the lifestyle that I want to live. That sounds like yeah. when you in the mix of it though. Yeah, like, you're yeah. talking about like what to get it. And oh, to get it. I'm, like I've <laughs> always been no frills. Where it's just like, hey, I have. I don't buy. I my entire. I, I don't buy drinks. I didn't go on dates. It's a lot of shit that I just didn't do. It's just like, if you fuck with me on my couch, like on some like get to know me, like, hey, I'm just a chill dude. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to introduce you into, into a, a, a lifestyle or a, a standard on the first day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to come in and be like, oh, what you want, what you want. So now that becomes your expectation or that's your standard. Oh, he, why we want here, we did that. It's just like, no, let me talk to you first to see. Do I even want to get to a point where I want to take you out? Because I might not even like you that. Like, I might not even like you because the, the time, like the in my in the last like four years when I first went like went on a for real ass date, it was just like I'm spending how much money and she ain't talking about shit. Like it ain't even about the sexual shit. It's just like I don't even like your conversation, and I'm about to walk out of here a hundred dollars down because. Because this seemed like this is supposed to be the thing that gets like it's like no. If I go out with somebody, if I if you go out with an agent, you be the agent, and they they buying you food, they talk to you, you're gonna say everything you need to say to impress them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but if y'all were just sitting around on the park bench just talking, you are gonna say some different real shit. Where it's just like oh, I'm just giving this is just me. What? Yeah, I think I never uh, really spent money on girls like that. But it might just have been because of the situation I've been. I ain't really never been in a money situation where like mm-hmm. so I think Man, you I mean, had some money. Yeah, I've had money, but it's like that ain't that ain't my background of having enough money to where I can at the very least justify spending it in order in hopes to I'm not gonna say get pussy but to get in good with a girl. But I mm-hmm. think it's like it's 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 either because of this or this is just like it's my nature. It's either because I ain't had money that made me creative, or I'm just creative. Because money, really, it just money's just options. It just mm-hmm. allow you to do different shit. Mm-hmm. But I'm already kind of a do different shit type of guy. So like, I'm more so trying to impress girls. Yeah. Or show them that uh, you know I could I, whatever, or show them my worth or whatever the fuck, however you want to say that. So there's times where money makes it easier for me to show my worth. Right? Of course. But because I either didn't have the money and had to be creative or I'm just creative, period, I'm more so, there's more so things I've done creatively that might cost a little money. Like, uh, 
you know, I might have, I might did some research on their fucking Instagram or Facebook, right? <laughs> and found out their favorite shit. You mean and then like <laughs> reconnaissance. That's what you did. I'm, I'm, I'm in the service, dog, military. So I'll, I'll do, I'll do my recon work, right, and find out their favorite shit or whatever, and pay for it to be overnight shipped. Now, at the end of the day, that wasn't much. I don't know, hundred dollars, but it's effective. She's like, "How did you even know, bitch?" Because I know. Mm-hmm. So I, I might have spent money on something like that, but like buying shoes and stuff like this might sound like some rapper lines or something. But I'd rather, I'd rather like take a girl somewhere where she ain't even gotta wear shoes than buy her shoes, right? Like, bitch, we going to the we going to Cancun. You, you ain't gonna need no shoes. <laughs> Instead of buying a bag, like bitch, we can be on a zip line. You, you won't be able to hold it. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or, but that's just me. So, it, it, you know. Well. I'm well, me like. I remember it was this girl that I grew up with named Aisha. Okay. And uh, Aisha. And so when we were younger, man, I, you know, what I'm saying I've been trying since I was younger to mess around with her. So I remember when I was 19, and my uh, best friend uh, Princeton, we at the house, and I'm talking to her on the phone. She's like, "Hey, won't you come through? With uh, this and this, I live on such a street." And I'm like, okay, "Yeah, I know where that's at." But the girl would not give me the address. She said, I live on this street. You know what I'm saying? And so, being the dumb nigga I am, we just hop in the car. This I don't know why he went with me. I still don't know to this day. Why this nigga went with me <laughs> to the truck. Tr- this? This, like, this was like 2005, 2006. I know why he went with you. It was 2006. It was nothing <laughs> to do. Yeah, and so, watch YouTube. They go so, out with your friends. YouTube, YouTube, YouTube was just came out. Right. So we get to the street, right? And so, like I said, I didn't have the address. I just knew the girl lived on the street. Mm-hmm. So our dumbasses is knocking on random doors, <laughs> trying to figure out which house it was, right? So, time, so. <laughs> so we knocked on this door, and next thing we know, this nigga come out the door like, "What the fuck did y'all want?" And had this big ass shotgun. Well, yeah, nigga. So nigga had this shotgun. Was like, click, click. What the fuck do y'all want? Though all I know is, as I made my turn to run, all I see at the corner of my eyes, my cousin sprinting down. I mean, my best friend sprinting down the street. And this, so as I turn to run, he gets to the car. The window is like is down. Mm-hmm. This nigga does a this nigga does a Superman dive into the window. Poof, just like this, and lands in the car. My man firing shots in the air, what? and we run into the car. Everything finally get in the car, and after you know the adrenaline of being scared, uh, turned the key and just drove off. Right, the next day, I call her, and she on the phone laughs. She said, "I seen the whole thing." I said, "What the fuck?" Wait a minute, why, why is he so, did y'all knock on this door, like, wrong? No, yeah, we, like, is the, listen, nigga, you from the same city y'all from, if you just see some random niggas just knocking on oh, the so door, we saw y'all knocking on, on other, other people's doors. doors, and we finally knocked on his door, uh, and so, you know, we, we from Detroit, this nigga, this nigga, like, but it's like, if you see niggas out, it's, I, I'm gonna be waiting for you, hey man, what y'all, what y'all on? This motherfucker said, he, he nigga came the out the door with the gun, nigga. This is on the east side? This is on the west side. Really? Yeah. Wow. This is on the west side. This is like I, off I of like, that on the east side. <laughs> this is like off of Puritan. Wow. Like Puritan and Greenfield, if I, if I remember right. 
I've only been in Detroit. Puritan, period. That's Puritan is on the west side. That's the east side street. I don't know what you say. That's the east side street. That's it. Hey, this is what keeps you. Uh, have you ever been to Detroit before? I've been to Detroit like two times. All right, and so I, I, I've driven around that motherfucker. So what kills me? One thing that kills me about about Detroit people is it is a divide in the city between East Side and West Side for some dumbass reason. I didn't live, I grew up on the East Side, but I lived on the West Side for multiple years also. Mm-hmm. Nigga, the same shit that go down the East Side go down on the fucking West Side too. And this is the difference. This is also too is you got your streets, some of your main streets that that's hood is here: Dexter, Linwood. Davidson, Puritan, Joy Road. If you mention that stuff to a West Side person, they'd be like, oh no, we ain't talking about that. Nigga, that's part of the West Side. What the fuck you mean we ain't talking about that? Nigga, you go on the West Side right now and go on Southfield and Joy Road and go to McDonald's. Everybody on the West Side know that as the Murder Mac. Mm. Nigga, somebody each year, if not one, at least two times get killed at that goddamn uh, McDonald's. <laughs> no, no, the, the McDonald's. McDonald's. Oh, niggas keep getting murdered up there. That's why it's called the murder mat. I mean, turn it into a Burger King or something. <laughs> the murder but, king. I mean, maybe no. it's connected to the name. You know, like you gotta try something. But oh, oh but uh, what oh. did you buy this girl? That's what you're supposed to be talking about. I mean, oh no, I said I, I was talking. I said, "What are some some things that you've done to oh, try to get some?" Put- yeah, I wasn't saying just oh, buying I stuff. I'm talking about like you said, wildest. No, I'm just talking about like not that. just wild. I'm talking about what's some of the crazy. Oh, nigga, I waited until nigga. the nigga left from a girl's crib to try to go up there. That's how much I like this dirty fucking bitch. <laughs> she she invited me over. I got there. She's like, I'm, "Well, I'm sorry, my friends here." Uh, but he might leave. I'm not sure. We probably can just link tomorrow. I was like, "Bitch, oh wait, I slept in my car." Nigga, I've done some wild things. Nigga, bitch. you hold on. Hey, you want to? But you want to talk about money, nigga? The worst one. You know this person too. You don't I mean, know this person, but you, you know this other girl, person. Her whole family, the Concords, the shoes that nigga was getting shot over. Was it that situation? I never done that. You never bought no girl and her like children. No, I didn't did that, but I didn't buy no guy no Concord. I didn't oh, did right, stuff. Right. He said, not those shoes. And I did, but not those shoes. It was but I did some crazy. I did some crazy shit for this girl. So this is the same girl. Though. This is the same girl. So this girl I uh, went to high school with, named Ebony Butler, right? Jesus Christ! You said full night. Don't do that. I don't. I don't care. So Jesus Christ. Um, shout out to Ebony. I uh, hope you're doing good in life. You know what I'm saying? Um, no, um, but. We uh so I tried to talk to him in high school, didn't work, whatever. So after years later, graduated, whatever, we ran into each other and start, you know, saying talking again. So during this whole time, man, I I was probably I think I was working at Little Caesars at the time. I was a manager at Little Caesars, man, and um had my little apartment, you know, saying just living life. And uh talking to this girl, she had twins. Man, I'm buying I'm being pretend stepdaddy to these kids. <laughs> And hopes to getting some pussy from this from this chick. But wait a Nigga. minute, pause. Because I think this is the important thing. It really was not to get pussy. Like we use that that, that word to get pussy, but you you like this. No, girl. I really did like yeah, this. Girl. So it wasn't like no. just get pussy. No. It was like I want to be yours. I want you to be mine. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like as soon as I get it, I'm out. It ain't. As no, as soon as I get it, no, I no, I won't be nice. That's actually on the cake, but I want all. I want I'm all this. You know what I'm saying? And I was down for all of it, but. Uh, for whatever, you know, I know some things, you know what I'm saying, I can put our business out there like that. But I know some things, you know what I'm saying, but for whatever reason, she didn't want to, she was 
taken from me and entertaining me, but wasn't trying to go to where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I did all types of the worst thing. She I was did, accepting from you. Accepting. The worst thing I think I, I did was I bought. This is the most thing I most expensive thing I ever bought for a girl. Period. And didn't get in and didn't get nothing in return. I bought her a Gucci purse. Think it was like I think I paid like nine hundred dollars for that Oof. purse. And uh, so that's probably the most expensive thing. I, that's the most expensive thing I ever did to try to get to get something before. See, and that, that's or you know, or, or to, to pursue a woman. It ain't tricking if you got it. Oh, I didn't have it. No, I, I get it. But, uh, but I said, Nigga, I feel like, I feel listen, like, I, feel like, I, I didn't even tell you the embarrassing part about that shit. So I went to the store to buy the purse, right? Mm-hmm. And when I get there, this is how dumb I am. And this also shows how dumb and stupid I was. Went to the store. And when I went in there, they looked at me like, nigga, you don't belong in here. You know what I'm saying? That's how they looked at me. But the dude entertained me anyway. And I said, okay, let me get this one. We go to the register to ring up. And all I had was the retail price. This nigga rung it up. And it was like an extra like $80 on top of that. I didn't think about the tax. And so I'm standing there looking stupid as hell. I'm like, shit. Nigga, my dumb ass leave and go to my mama house. Like, hey, mama, I need some gas money. Nigga, go get my mama gives me, my mama gives me the, the money for the tax. I go back to the store and pay for it. Nigga left. Nigga didn't even have a dollar to my name. I spent every single dollar I had to buy that goddamn purse. Ah, damn. <laughs> this is the thing. Man. This what you want to do? Nobody can help. God damn. Think about this too. You know what's sad, man? I mean, I guess it's just it's part of being a man, but. There, okay. In in other words, you you did some retarded shit. Yeah, I have. Right, but you didn't do it for no reason. You really you, you thought this is what was working. Uh-huh. You liked this girl, and what happens over time, right, is we get a little we get a little calcified, get a little uh, 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 hardened, or you get a little more cunning or whatever it is, and then it, it, we kind of just start we start seeing women as. The enemy, almost. And it's like, yeah. now I'm going against you. Right? <laughs> now, that's what happens to us. And, you know, there's some pros and cons to that. I guess that that calcification has its place in, in our lives. But you know what's crazy? There ain't no, no, no medium. There's no outlet. There's no, there's no, like, how can I put it? There's nothing out there that kind of consoles guys for going through support, that. Support group. Support group. There's mm-hmm. no support system, be it just in our community as guys, mm-hmm. be it on TV. There's no movement for it. It's like... Drake, I think Drake Drake has been the only... He's been the only vocal person musically. I think you're right. That says, yeah. "Hey, I did these things. I went through these things, and I well, feel like if you." But he's not talking to guys. No, no. When he's saying that, I, I, but I feel like just the fact that he's speaking about himself is in those matters, forward. where it's just like, damn, like I fuck with Drake, and most people are like, man, he, he always on some soft shit. It's like, nah, that motherfucker no. saying some real shit. Because I listen to a Drake song and be like, damn, he, he that, that's my, that's me. Hold on, give a little credit, J Cole too. Okay. J. Cole. Well, okay. J. Fair J. J. Cole, both of them, both of them, Drake does a lot more, mm-hmm. but J. Cole do have a lot of moments in his music where he does talk about them type of situations personally that happen to him. I don't think, now that you guys mentioned, I don't think there's necessarily a lack of guys who express these feelings. Yeah. But there's no, but like this. I know exactly what you're saying, when, though. When, like, if, if a woman um, 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 is in, like, some fucked up ass relationship, right, there's a whole. Just like a, a, a aura of 
You know, the memes. You know, yeah. girl, you don't need that. You deserve better, blah, 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 blah. There's nothing that says shit to guys. It's like, you a fucking stinking ass nigga and fuck you. Yeah. You ain't have enough money. You ain't have enough swag. You wasn't good enough. Why are you chasing a girl that did whatever, whatever? You got to boss your life up. A real man would... That's what we get. There's <laughs> there's no there's no memes. There's no like... I wish I had this word I'm looking for. There's nothing out there that goes, you know what, dog? You really felt for it. And whether you didn't... You wasn't able to do it at the time. And you did Whatever it is that just make us go like, yeah, you know what it is. You're right. Now, like I said, maybe... That's just what being a man is. Maybe being a man is a little bit of fuck you, nigga. That's what it is. <laughs> but I do realize that there's is everything out there for kids, for women, mm-hmm. even for older people. Where it's this, it's this level of that's what I'm looking for. This level of understanding mm-hmm. of the difficulty of what we're going through. There is no understanding of like you know what this nigga like. Think about what you just said. You borrowed money from your mama. To buy a purse that you couldn't afford in hopes that somebody would would would, would accept you. Now, who was around you to, to put your feelings into the proper place so that you can navigate throughout that situation more efficiently? Oh, and I forgot a part, a bigger part about that story. The $900 that I had to pay for it, I borrowed that from somebody. God, that, damn. <laughs> but, but but I think but then you say the 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 end result of that is that bitch ain't shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. She she took that person on goddamn well. She ain't like you, man. Now that happens bitch. at twenty. <laughs> and now and now yeah. and now your mindset is, man, fuck these hoes. Now that happens at twenty. And this the sickest part. Right. Now how this happened or like societally why how we involved in this I don't know. But that happens at twenty, right? Uh-huh. Now you're thirty, and you pretty much. Saying fuck these bitches because of an incident that happened then. ten years ago. But this the sick part. When you go, man, fuck these bitches. Then you get the bitches. bitches. <laughs> then you get the <laughs> bitches. Well, now you, life is rewarding you for what could be. I don't know. Maybe it's good behavior. Life's rewarding you for poor behavior. And it's probably because there's a sense of confidence. That comes with fuck these bitches. And that sense of confidence may very well be what you didn't have then. It would be wonderful if we had something in this world or in this society that helped guys get that confidence without having to get the fuck these bitches attitude. But we don't have it. But also, as a, as a man, it's shit that we're not allowed to do that's, 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 that, that we consider manhood. It's not okay for us to cry. At unnecessary things to cry. Your mama cry. Your mama died. Your parents died. Somebody close to you. God damn it! You don't. But you don't get the like. I was riding my bike in Chicago two weeks ago. Motherfucker opened his door on me. Fucking. I thought. I thought I broke my hand. I went down on the ground. Ah, my shit hurt like motherfucker. And my. And as I'm, I'm like. Later on, I was like, I never thought to cry. <laughs> I ne- like, it never crossed my mind. Like, if that was a, if that was a woman, if that was a child, your first reaction is, I have no control of this situation. This hurt. I- I'm going, I'm going to cry because I have no words for this. All I can do is be upset. All I can do is cry. <laughs> Damn it! But, but my, in my head, crime was never an option. And I feel like just even that, the idea, like, that's not even an option for me. That means that I'm holding something back. Maybe maybe I would have cried if it was a, a acceptable for, for hurt people to just cry. Like, like you see motherfuckers get shot. It's just like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> If a motherfucker gets shot, 
You know what? That is a funny visual of a nigga getting shot and crying. Like, what the fuck? This nigga tells me, please, I don't want It's like, nigga. Shut your mouth, bitch ass up. You just got shot, my nigga, damn. Niggas get shot all the time, B. You see what I'm saying? But that's what, but I'm saying. I'm, with that, that with that understanding of what it is to be a man, mm-hmm. we have to mute our feelings. And when we, like you said, when you mute those feelings, now you have, all right, fuck that. I don't need you. I don't need you anymore. And when you don't need a motherfucker, that's what motherfuckers want. Oh, man, he, he don't need me. And I think we're in such a weird time right now because there's places where, like, there are male traits that are uh, uh, called... Uh, what do they call it? Male toxic- toxicity, uh, uh, masculine, masculine toxicity. Uh-huh. But even though some of those exist, I think there's a lot of things, a lot of just what are male traits that's inappropriately being or inaccurately being labeled as uh, masculine toxic. How do you say it? What is it? Masculine toxicity, toxicity. Or, or, or just toxic. It's such yeah, a just hard word to say. Yeah, it's like yeah. Toxic, like there's nothing good in that. It's right. toxic, that, and, and it's like there are some things that could be that. And there's some things that just are male traits, but it's almost like there is no place for, in society, of course, there's no place for our just straight up manly traits to exist. The idea of competition, that's male toxic, toxicity. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. it's toxic masculinity. Toxic, toxic masculinity. There we go. That's why I can't say it. Yeah. I'm saying it backwards. Toxic masculinity. Our, uh-huh. our idea of, of competing, of winning. Of being prideful, of building, of destroying—that's all toxic masculinity, right? But what? You know, that's all toxic masculinity. But where, where do those things that are male traits? Where do they get to live and just be embraced, or at the very least, like I said, be put in the proper place? How do we get fucking confidence without going? Fuck these bitches! <laughs> <laughs> Who does that? Who teaches us that? Not Dr. Phil. Why do I got to listen to fucking Plies to know how to do it? Because that's why I got to Why do I got to listen to Patrice O'Neal, mm-hmm. a fucking Philosopher. god to me, to, to, to understand how to deal with women? And I had to go through the channels of I'm better than you mm-hmm. just to get the proper amount of confidence mm-hmm. to dip. But why, do I, why does Patrice have to get so hardened? Because everybody calling us toxic masculine pieces of shit. <laughs> Oh, there's no, there was no, there's no restorative justice, and and blaming somebody or shaming somebody. So, but, but like, like, and, and explain I, that what you say now. There was no restorative justice uh-huh. in shaming, blaming, or canceling somebody. Uh-huh. So as soon as I say what you have is toxic masculinity, That's it. I'm, I'm dismissing how we to restore the justice is. How do we get here? He stole that, but what was the circumstances that made him steal? That that made him do the thing that he did? Mm-hmm. Oh, he was poor. Right. He was in a fucked up situation. He stole. Okay, that's understandable. He's not just a piece of shit. He was forced to. So, what was your situation that 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 made that made you top that that created that toxicity in you to be like, oh, you being you being a toxic male? But it's like, oh no, I had a fucked up situation. Oh, so we have to say that you have misplaced misplaced feelings or, or misguided feelings that you weren't able to talk to somebody about. That somebody mm-hmm. can come to you and be like, hey, look, man, you did something stupid. She didn't like you. She probably wouldn't like you like that. You probably wanted to make it work and it didn't work. I wouldn't have bought the bag. 
you were just trying to be a good person. Look, that the fact that you called it stupid is part of the problem. <laughs> we can't even right. not see it as stupid. <laughs> right. He, still, just, he went out of his way of me out to impress a young lady and his gesture went unrequited. And what do we call it? You we sit here it, talking in-depthly and shit and our feelings and we still, still like, you was a dumbass dumb nigga. Look at it, though. You was a stupid, dumbass, bitch-ass nigga. But you know what? It was all right, though. It was all right, though. But, but, you know, but I'm gonna say, but that's that's where we at though. Is mm-hmm. where guys don't have that place. It's just you supposed to man up, deal with it, move on. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying we're not supposed to have. You know, what I'm saying we're not supposed to show the, any re, any uh, you know feelings. You know, what I'm saying towards it. it's supposed to be. Oh, she wasn't feeling you. Move on. That's it. I will tell you when my head exploded. It was when I dropped this girl off. This girl I like, right? I dropped off to her boyfriend's house. Now, this is a very long story, but I'm, I'm skipping through things right this. now. Long story short, she was like, I need a ride. But I was like, no, I need a ride. Like, she was like, no, 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 you don't, no, no. I didn't know where she was going, but I kind of knew. No, no, no. She tried. God damn it, she tried. But she just, she's too nice of a person. She was like, no, 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 I'm not going to have you. I was like, no, I'll do, I'll do. I got a car. What do do? No, because I don't want to give you gas money. She don't need no gas money. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. Get there, right? She gave me the address for driving. Get to this place, which was her boyfriend's house. This nigga's in the door, dog. The, it was just a look of shame. Just like... And the girl looked at me like... Thanks. And it was just like... You a bitch. And the, the nigga was like... Because he's a good guy. He was just like... Oh, damn, dog. I know, I know, I know why this happened. I know how you got to this place. Mm-hmm. You like her, she don't really like you like that. Mm-hmm. But any time with her is better than no time with her. And I wish I didn't have to answer the door. <laughs> and you see me, and understand I'm about to dick this bitch down. You don't want to see that, and you don't deserve that. I appreciate you for dropping this pussy off to me. You, but uh, I, I, how someone opened the door? No, I'm not hey. going here. And she was looking like. Uh, I, I know you like me and, and, and I appreciate you like me but nigga no not you and I was like you know what never again <laughs> fuck these bitches in a second you say that does oh my god I would have sucked that dick maybe bitch I'll think about it stinking <laughs> asshole but please please let me suck that dick no, I don't like how you big and big, big and spinning. Before we uh we we end this, I want. Uh, oh, you want to shout out the Lakers for winning the championship? Man, fuck them Lakers. Oh, oh, oh okay. Man. I thought that's what you wanted to do before we end this. You're not, you're not a Lakers fan. I used to be a Lakers fan. Mm. I used to be a uh, LeBron James. LeBron James. I don't like LeBron. I don't care for him. Don't never okay. anything. Uh, we all got our own reasons. What's your What's your Why don't you like LeBron? Oh, the, I, I have no shame about it either. Too, I'll never forget it. Two thousand eight, sitting in uh, my friend at my friend's house. Mm-hmm. Me, my friend Princeton, Jason, and Drs sitting there playing Madden. My man Drs is a big Laker, a big LeBron fan. Mm-hmm. He we sitting there talking. And, you know, I'm the biggest Kobe Bryant fan that you'll probably ever meet. One of the biggest. One of the biggest. He tells me, this is before LeBron James even won the ring. Mm-hmm. He tells me with the with the easiest relaxed voice. <laughs> I will never forget it. It's the easiest relaxed voice you could ever you could ever have. All LeBron James got to do is win one ring. He's the greatest player of all time. What the fuck? Who are you talking to about that shit? 
And ever since then, I never liked. It. I've been the president of the team. Hey, LeBron. Let me say this, and that was all because that was all because because of that that comment I right there. I respect your honesty. Now, and realistically, do I have do, realistically because I'm a basketball fan? Mm-hmm. Do I have respect for LeBron James as a basketball? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. I is he's one of the best players I've seen? Do I feel like he's the greatest in my heart and hearts? No, mm-hmm. but is he one of the better players I ever seen play basketball? Yes, he is. I give him that respect, mm-hmm. but. I don't like the cat. I can't celebrate the ring. Because I want you I don't to. Like I want to apologize on behalf of LeBron fans. Mind you, I'm brand new LeBron mm-hmm. fan. I don't give a fuck about basketball like that. Don't let the comments of a child of a of a, of a, of a, of a ignorant <laughs> child. That's who said that. He didn't. He knew not what he spoke of. Make you or, or have you hating LeBron now? Especially like. Like I've been seeing all, I've been watching all these videos and just like basketball and stuff like that, and it really is. It's like, and I told you this before. It's like, do, do you understand? Like, we won't have LeBron soon. He'll he'll retire eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like he's the only. He's really the only one left. Only one left. What from that? Who even touched those eras? So and he's he's the, and he's he's fuck. He's absolutely a phenom. And he's the last. When he, if he stop, if he decide not to play again, right? Who's the the NBA? The whole NBA is com, is going to be complete. When LeBron stops, it will be the absolute shift into new school basketball. He's the last thing attached to anything. If you want to talk about, he's the last thing connected no. to Kobe and shit. Who's that? Who, yeah, Kevin Durant. No, Kevin, no, no, no. That's Kevin, new. Kevin Durant, like 2009, 2008, 2009. But when you say, we say early 2000 basketball, LeBron came in 2000. Okay, you just so said he that. Got, yeah. He, got to, play yeah. yeah. okay. he got to play against a, a, a relatively, he, a championship Kobe, 2003. He got to play against a champion caliber Kobe. He saw the end of the Jordan era, or the, like the Jordan comeback. And he's played against a lot of great players. We talk about the the the, 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 the Tim Duncans, the, the Mono Ginobili's, the Detroit teams. He got, he got to see those players at a young age, and he kind of, Mm-hmm. Live through a, uh, the era of players that we forgot. Like Kev is, is new era. There's no past. I, era I, I, reason I can't say he came. He are he's ten plus years in the league. But who? Kevin Durant. But that's what I'm saying. But on, on, on. and how many do LeBron got? LeBron is what 16? 17? He's in, he's 17. 17. So, yeah. You know how much difference? No, I, I know. I, you know, I, I, no, and I, and, yeah, I got so you. I, so I, I think I, 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 understand, I completely understand where yeah. you're coming from because it's just like LeBron James. We could, we could be like Mike. We could be like Steph. Like when you talk about size and height wise, it was a lot of six six niggas. It's a lot of six three six four niggas. But the things that separate them is mindset. Fucking Clyde Drexler, Michael Jordan, about the same height, same athleticism, mindset. There is nobody that's going to wake up in the morning and be like, I want to be like LeBron. LeBron, his height, his speed, his 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 skill set, you just can't be LeBron. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, like to your point, as soon as that nigga's gone, there is nobody that's going to be able to feel it. That, like LeBron was five niggas in one. Yeah, and just like it's what he brings to the game. Like there are people, like, there are people who, who today will speak nostalgically about hating Michael Jordan, right? Mm-hmm. But they can do that because they got Michael. They was able to like, and you'll probably nostalgically say when you get when you hated LeBron. But it's like before he's done. Like let's just embrace the fact that like the niggas here, man. Like, and what made me really come around to this is when is when Kobe passed. It was like once upon a time, like man, nigga, Kobe playing. 
nobody's really, there's nobody left to really talk like that because the, the game of basketball is different. Like, like people are celebrities now and there's so much, this this whole the outside world and social media and so many different things are connected to that. There's no, you'll ne- we'll never be saying like, let's watch the, the Steph game. You don't watch the, the Kevin game. You watch the LeBron game. You watch the Kobe game. You watch the Mike game. LeBron's the last one to be like, we, we're going to go watch, go watch LeBron. If I say we're going to go watch LeBron, you know what I'm talking If you say we're going to go watch Steph Curry, like, what is, it, is he doing Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> you don't even know because he's connected to so many other things. Mm-hmm. He's it, nigga. And I remember I watched Kobe's last game. I did too. There's not going to be any more exits no. like that. Nobody's exiting like that other than LeBron. Maybe. 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 But if he don't get it, ain't no more exits like that. I was a, I was one of those people. I never liked Kobe because I'm, I'm from Chicago, and I always, growing up, thought Kobe was trying to be a version of Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Kobe retires. Like, I watched that last game. But because because I'm about just in college, my guy came to me. Man, Kobe scored 81 last night. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this, no fucking this, this is before YouTube. This is before you could just go click. Yeah. He ain't scored no motherfucker. I got to go to Yahoo Sports. That nigga score 81. I Man, fuck, he just want to be joy. He's, he, he a ball hog. He's selfish. That's the only way you're going to score 81 points. I did not like Kobe Bryant. He did that um, the NBA TV documentary, uh, Muse. Yeah, or, Muse. He, he did that. I watched his last game, and you go back over his career. I said, this nigga was great. And I spent I spent all these fucking years hating, not hating him, but not caring for him because I was thinking, oh, he just trying to be Jordan. This motherfucker took a, had like a, how many, a year hiatus and then won two more championships? Damn, that went to the finals three times. Like, this nigga was amazing. Like, who else even mm-hmm. cares enough to be the face of the NBA? Not be the biggest face that happens to be in the NBA. Like he and the reason I think about this is because who's number two? There's LeBron. Now I ain't talking about ability. I'm talking about just like ability and just just the magnanimous presence. Who's even second to presence in the entire NBA? Like the NBA, it's almost like it's not gonna happen. This sounds fucking stupid and whatever. It's almost like there's a basketball swag that's gonna be gone. When LeBron is gone, he's the only. Where's the, who else got the basketball swag? Where it's like this is, nigga. This this nigga's like, Allen Iverson gone, Kobe gone, Shaq gone. Nobody else has it. Who? The only Steph. Steph, no, Steph, no, Steph is like a it's just some weird ass no, freak with, with <laughs> that that can't, that can't miss. He's the, not basketball. The only one that's that's pushed, you know, what I'm saying with it is Kevin Durant. Don't he don't give a fuck. He care more about fucking... Th- he's not basketball. He, I'm not saying he's not good, obviously. I actually like Kevin Durant. But when you think about Kevin Durant, you don't think about... That's basketball. It's, it's, certain, it's certain motherfuckers in basketball, my life, playing basketball, watching basketball. It's certain motherfuckers, when, when they show up, you turn, you, you're you tuning in. Mm-hmm. Like, I can I cannot watch a motherfucking Brooklyn Nets game. I cannot watch it, but it's like when LeBron playing because he. When you talk about Christmas Day games, like how many Christmas Day games this nigga got in his career? Like, there is no player in the NBA that will leave a team and that that team's television market will suffer because he's not there no more. He left Cleveland, no Cleveland games on TV. Went to Miami, Miami games on TV. Left Miami. Eh, depend on the matchup. Yeah. Fucking go back to Cleveland. Cleveland back on TV. Leave Cleveland. Ain't nobody watching Cleveland. You know what I'm saying? Like, this nigga, where he goes, 
Oh no, he definitely. Yeah, he's definitely. Um, as in, because one, you know, we in the era of player movement, you know, so this is the really, you know, the first time we've really seen it, you know what I'm saying? Because, because this is a different type of, you know, business side of basketball, but he, he has shown where he controls that city, a lot of that city financially as one person, because they were talking, I seen, uh, they were talking about how when he was in Cleveland and when he left, Mm -hmm. Business downtown Cleveland went down the drain. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of businesses, you know, saying, you know, wasn't seeing the profit margins that they were seeing when he was there for the season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, saying the same thing, you know, when he came back to Cleveland, it stuff went back up. Leaves now is, you know, saying because so many people, when when they're playing, even if you're not getting into the arena, you want to be down there by the arena to be in the atmosphere. And by him not being there, I'm gonna like, be at the crib. These niggas gonna lose. I can you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come out LeBron is just. Uh, I'm just really appreciating LeBron. Like, and I, I, I don't know why, but I, I, I hadn't thought about the fact that he's been playing for seventeen. That's such a long time. Like, I, I remember that's half his life. It feels like yesterday. There's like, man, who better? Uh, 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 LeBron or Carmelo. I remember my my cousin. <laughs> that nigga retired and came, not retired. Yeah, I left yeah. the league and came back, and LeBron ain't missed the beat. I remember <laughs> my cousin was going against uh, uh, Carmelo's team, and we was talking about the fact that my cousin played against a team that was in competition with LeBron. <laughs> that was my cousin's claim to fame. Mm-hmm. I saw this nigga go when he was a prospect to getting in. To all the times where we just, where I personally didn't appreciate the fact that he was in the NBA, to where now he's in the twilight, the twilight years of his career, and people like, look, goddamn, uh, what's his name, Skip Bayless? Just, I'm not even getting to that shit. But just to where now it's like, fuck LeBron, fuck LeBron. If it's fuck, and that's what I'd be thinking about, Skip Bayless and you. I'm like, okay, it's fuck LeBron. And when it's no more LeBron, then who? Who, if it's fuck LeBron, then it's big ups to who? <laughs> who? Like, literally. What if it's fuck LeBron, big ups to who else in the NBA? And you I know mean, what Skip Bayless says? Kevin Durant. But, but this, but, but, I mean, but you, you saying it now, but it's always going to be somebody. I, you would think that, but you got to think. We talking 17 years. No. So in 17 years, you can't name nobody else that wasn't in the, in the, in the league before him. Who else? In 17 years, who then came? And went or came in a stillion who was basketball the face. Who? I, I got sustainability. That, that's sustainability. Because fucking Derrick Rose came and went. In, in that, in that, in no, that the, in, 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 actually, I've seen this on YouTube um, where they talked, where they were breaking down uh, the different eras of basketball. And they started off with, uh, I think they started, they started off with, it was Will Chamberlain, mm-hmm. dominated, that was the 60s. I asked you this. It was like the 60s or something mm-hmm. like that. And then next year it was Kareem, the seventies, mm-hmm. the eighties it was Magic, uh, Magic Bird. Bird. You know, what I'm saying they coincide with each other. Nineties it was MJ, mm-hmm. the two thousands it was Kobe, and the two thousand tens has been LeBron. And there's not going to be a definitive person no, when he's gone. No, I, 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 we don't. But that's the thing we don't know that yet. No, because we would have we would have the, when 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 it was Kobe day when it was I mean not Kobe day when it was Kobe era, niggas was like. I think I'm gonna call this LeBron era. No, only, so now but, it's only, but only, era. No, but who, we don't even know. 
No, but the difference between the only difference between the the reason why LeBron got I'm not this is one of the main reasons, and this is one of the things that's not discussed. Um, one of the main reasons why LeBron was pushed a little bit harder when he did is because of the Kobe Rakes situation. When he got into that situation, remember he lost all his endorsements, and he and the league did not want him as the face. Because he was the face of the NBA. He was on every single commercial at that time. Yeah. So when that situation happened, LeBron was the chosen one. That was 2003. But he, that was, yeah, that was, LeBron he, was the chosen one. And it was at that and it was that time where they were like, we got to try to, you know what I'm saying? He we, stepped up to the occasion yeah. when, and, and no one else has, though. And I'm not certain that uh, we don't know. We don't know if anybody else would do that. Yeah, see, this nigga was, he's been, if nothing, right? Fuck production on the court. If nothing, he has made you want to watch basketball to root for him or against him since he entered the league at, was it 17 or 18? 18. Mm -hmm. Nobody else has done that. Nobody else has done that. LeBron is the only, if somebody don't know basketball and they say name a basketball player, he's the only one anybody can name. Nobody. If, if somebody don't know about the thing, they're gonna be like, uh, uh, Damian Lillard. They, you can always say LeBron. LeBron's the only person mm-hmm. that you can mention to a person who's never heard of basketball, and they'll still know who that person is. You talking about just playing now? No, I mean just just you saying mm-hmm. to, to the after to Kobe. Other than Kobe, who? Other than Kobe Bryant, who's that other name where it's like, yeah, that is Michael Jordan. No, 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 but, but this Kobe you, forward. Oh, okay. There's nobody else, and how many good ass players have there been? Many. LeBron's the last basketball player like that. There is nobody, nobody else. There's nobody on the cusp of greatness. Like, like whether what they wanted to be Zion, but this motherfucker can't lose thirty pounds. They really wanted to be Zion, but and like, maybe he will be. But I, I don't, I don't see it in him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see, like, I see flashes of like possibility. Like, he has flashes of greatness. But you say sustainability. Like LeBron came into the league, and I think his his fucking rookie year, he averaged like what was it, like like yeah, it was it was like he averaged like nineteen. 20 and uh, which Kobe didn't do it. Was, it was which something Mike didn't do, but that's what nobody but, did. But, but Mike yeah. electrified the league when that nigga no, came. Mike averaged like over 20 was, his 20 in, rookie season. When, he averaged when Mike over 20. Came in, it was just like we ain't never seen this nigga, yeah, he averaged this over nigga, 20 he, his rookie he's, season. He's light years ahead of because because when he came game. when he came in the league, the Bulls were shit. Niggas was still doing like niggas was chest bounce pass. They, oh, this is like, oh, but the thing the thing I love about LeBron. And this is all. This is a, a side step from what we're talking about. But I, but to stay on topic, LeBron, LeBron is the evolution of basketball. Steph definitely changed the game with three point shooting, but that was within a system and a team where he changed the game. But LeBron did some shit where it's just like he was a he 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 was he, a catalyst for unselfish basketball. He is the offense. Like this nigga is. He's not only is he, the pro, the the great thing about LeBron is he can he can win with any team. The worst thing about LeBron is that. He is a he's a F one fifty. LeBron, I'm sorry, Michael Jordan was the motherfucking Michael Jordan was the 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 fucking V twelve engine in a Ferrari. And his teammates was the motherfucking rack and pinion and all the things that make a car fast. LeBron is a F one fifty. This nigga like, come on, oh KCP. Oh, he loads you, shit up. You, hey, come on, y'all. Get, come on, mm-hmm. hey, come on. Here and take a trip. We're about to go somewhere, and when I leave this team, nobody's ever going to talk about you again, Kevin Love. Nobody's ever going to talk talk about you. Think about just go go through this nigga got rings. Think of it's I listed on Facebook all the niggas LeBron got rings for. LeBron got fucking um, P 
people that you probably wouldn't even think of. Fucking Rashid, Rashard Lewis got a ring with LeBron. Rashard Lewis, Richard Jefferson. Richard, it's, 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 it's list of niggas. Yeah. Damn that Darren Williams almost got, but, but I'm just saying, like, that's how great this nigga is. Like, he got niggas rings that weren't even, like, solid role players. Like, Mike won rings when niggas was like, hey, when you lead this team, you're going to go somewhere and you go, you can go somewhere else and be great because I, I prepared you for that. You're going to go win again, Horace Grant. You're going to go win again, Ron Harper, Steve Kerr. You're going to go win again. When LeBron leave, it's like, nigga, man, let me tell you, when LeBron was here, nigga, it was so good. We used to have fun on the side. <laughs> and that's why, that's why I hate about what Skip be talking about. It's like, you also got to, I mean, Skip White, so you don't give a fuck, but it's like, LeBron make other people, LeBron has gotten other people contracts and max contracts just because they compared them to him. Like, Jordan, and this ain't got nothing, nothing to do with, like, with Jordan actually doing this, but Jordan was playing and was like, nigga, I'm Jordan. And that's the end of the fucking story. Mm-hmm. Somehow, nigga, if it wasn't for LeBron, nobody would give a... F- I'm not going to say that. Kawhi wouldn't... Kawhi would not be... He wouldn't have no Reebok deal. I'll put New, balance. Like that. New balance. New balance? New balance? Yeah, he wouldn't yeah. New balance. He wouldn't have no... If it wasn't for... <laughs> oh, shit... I think Kawhi is better than LeBron. If, it, if, it, if there was no LeBron to compare him to, he'd just be another motherfucker with a ring. LeBron just make other shit in the NBA. He's getting other niggas money just because of his existence. Not because he went to their team. Not because they beat him. Not because they, just because he's there. When he's gone, who's it going to be? Uh, Appreciate mm. the shit. Uh, no. That's uh, what I was saying. Though. I literally just bought the, the Zoom Generation rookie. Uh-huh. His first shoe. I just bought a pair of them motherfuckers because my mindset was because I remember '94 they retro the first Jordan. They did like a run of like after he retired. I'm like, I need to have these shoes now because when <laughs> this nigga retire, these shoes gonna be worth motherfucking a thousand dollars. I was even thinking about this though. Like they talk about LeBron's IQ right now. The way. I feel, and I'm sure the way basketball fans feel, nigga, you'd go to a game because LeBron's coaching. <laughs> I don't know if he plans on getting into coaching. <laughs> he but he the, said, nah, he don't want to do coaching. Of course he going to say that. But he, he said he want to own a team. Whatever. But if he was, but yeah. if, let's say, if he was coaching, who wouldn't go to that game? Who wouldn't go to the game to see LeBron? Do? You just want to see LeBron. <laughs> see well, Steve Nash. <laughs> Well, long, let's listen to this. Before we end this, long as we agree, Kobe's the greatest. That's all that matter. That's all that matter. 30 seconds. I saw a video of Gilbert Arenas explaining why Kobe should be considered the greatest. And I never thought about it that way because I'm not that deep in the basketball. But long story short, he was saying Kobe should not have been able to do all the things he could do. And when he explained that, I was like, and then, you know, of course, they were showing clips. I was like, oh, damn, I guess Kobe was great. They are saying, like, Jordan had, like, a 40-inch vert, right? And he was strong and all this stuff. And, of course, LeBron is a fucking freight train. Mm-hmm. He said, Kobe's got, like, a 30 doesn't have no vert. He's not that tall. And he was just explaining all these things. Like, Kobe didn't have the tools and made you question if he was better than the people that had God-given talent. And I was like, you know what? Oh, yeah, the motherfucker. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, I'll give you that. Man. But, uh, so, Cap, what you got coming up, man? Uh, more pandemic. Um, that's it. <laughs> uh, just, uh, I say, I always tell people, just follow me on Instagram. 
Whatever I got going on, you'll know you'll know what's happening. What's the Instagram? Uh, Cal- at Calvin Evans Comedy. All right. What about you, Mr. Savage? I'm not savage. <laughs> <laughs> no, what you got going on, Ryan? Man, uh, I'm moving. Uh, yeah, I'm moving closer to uh, Hollywood. Uh, I'm doing auditions, man. Feeling good about it. Might be on a show on television soon. Um, doing different Zoom shows. And uh, I'll be putting some stuff out on my uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. All of that, you can find me at Comedian Ron T. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just going to be cooking. Cooking food. I got a, I got a meat plug now. Okay. It's, it's really, dude, that I, that I meet in the factory. Then I got a box of meat in the freezer. I'm about to put this motherfucking meat plug. five Wagyu, nigga. I'm eating good. And doing push-ups. I did 10 yesterday. All uh. right. All right, man. So y'all still know the y'all know the Instagram, Braden and Jordan Comedy. That's another episode. All right, man. Holla at y'all later. The, the-